There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. how are you? I'm very good, Paul. Thank you for the call. And uh, more than happy to uh, share a couple of memories uh, from my, uh, my career. Absolutely, and uh, the name Vladislav Bogusevich or Bogus, if well, whatever his name is, it's it's sometimes unpronounceable for some of us. But what all of us would agree is that he was an absolute genius. You played against Bogey for Coventry City when you went over to New York and took on the famous Cosmos in 1979. So your memories, firstly, of of Bogey. Um, well. What, how it came about, Paul, was that uh, Steve Hunter joined us from, from Cosmos. Um, he didn't quite do it first time at Villa, but what a fantastic footballer he was. Um, and as part of the deal, we, uh, we, were, due, we were due scheduled to play Cosmos in New York, um, which was exciting for all of us, particularly a youngster going to New York. And Hunty never stopped raving about this Bogey Bogachevich, yeah. his footballer who he felt was one of the most outstanding talents he'd ever played with. So I took it on board, what he said, and knowing that he played with Pele and Beckenbauer, I thought, well, crikey, he must be some player. So having been given the opportunity to go to New York with Coventry and play against him at the Giant Stadium and actually mark him was incredible. Well, I kid you not, Paul, he, he did things on the pitch skills-wise that I couldn't even do off the pitch. Yeah. He was absolutely brilliant. And it was it was a real treat uh, to play against him and, and realise everything that Steve Hunt was true and more beyond. It was brilliant. You see, this is the thing when when professional footballers talk about players and, and Alan Hudson always says to me, Paul, you've got to be on the pitch to understand how brilliant the likes of Bogusevich was and Johan Cruyff and, and players of that ability because it is totally different being on the pitch, chasing them rather than watching from the stands, isn't it? What was Bogey's greatest attribute? What made him the world-class player that he clearly was? They, with with world class players, and and I was fortunate enough to play against several world class players during my my career. Um, it's just that it's it's mentally it's in your head. He wasn't particularly quick, but he was a strong, powerful, fantastic passer of a ball, footballer, but could read the game and knew what was going to happen. Was ahead of the game, was ahead of his time, and and as I say. He certainly taught me a lesson as a an 18, 19 year old kid um, who had the had the pleasure to play against him. So he he was head and shoulders certainly above me in that particular game, um, and but it was a it was a treat to play against him. Now, did you play in that wonderful Coventry kit, the uh, the old sky blue that had the 
it was almost like the penguin shirt, but it went through to the shoulder blade, didn't it? And you had that chocolate kit round about that time as well. Because when Auntie joined Coventry, he looked at the kit and says, I'm going back to join the Cosmos. Uh, he, he probably did because, and, and, and coincidentally, going back to the, the Cosmos game, I was desperate to get Bogey's shirt yeah. uh, because I marked him during the game, even though I didn't do a good job. Um, and at the end of the game, I went to swap shirts and he said he couldn't. So lo and behold, as as we were leaving the, the stadium, um, I saw their, the kit man come out with their, their basket of kit. And for some reason, I still had my shirt and his his shirt was actually on top of the skip. So I just took a look at it and thought, well, I might borrow that for a little while. And I put my shirt in. So I got his shirt. I was absolutely thrilled to bits to get Bogachevich's shirt. And I've still got it. So that's on that's on Bogey. But um, I, what, what a thrill that was. And then we we only had dinner on the the, uh, the World Trade Center. There was only one tower in those days, and we all know what happened when the they with the twin towers, unfortunately. But we had we had dinner at, uh, on the windows of the world with Pele and Beckenbauer at our table. It was just it was dream stuff for a kid, absolute dream stuff. But going back to the kit, Paul, um, I didn't play in the brown kit very often. Yeah. Um, but I, I seem to recall that West Brom hammered City 7-1 or 7-0 in, in October 78 because the week after I made my debut um, and you know that was the best day of my life professionally, my, my Coventry City debut, October 28, 1978. But West Brom had hammered the club the week before. Um, so inadvertently via getting hammered and playing in the brown kit it did me a favor uh, got i'd never been in the, the squad let alone the team and gordon milne put me in the team the next week and i, I went on a quite a good run with the, the team and the squad and the, the players were great to me so that started my career so i always think of the, the chocolate brown strip with with fond memories but for all different sorts of reasons and Pele and Beckenbauer, because Franz was still in the uh, the team of the Cosmos, as was Dennis Stewart. Um, he went out there and, uh, and played for the Cosmos. But Pele had retired in 1977, but Pele was still around in those days. Because I remember in the 1982 uh, Soccer Bowl final, Kenny Hibbert told me that they had a gala before the uh, the, the final, and, and Pele was there as well. So although Pele wasn't still playing for the Cosmos, he was still part of the Cosmos, wasn't he? Yes, he was an ambassador. I knew yeah. he'd, he'd finished playing, but yeah. to be at the same table as uh, yeah. as Pele and Beckenbauer was, as I say, it, it was it was pinch yourself. It was crikey, dinner, and that that was all thanks to Steve Hunt joining us from Cosmos. And Steve Hunt was was a, a truly tremendous footballer. Pele says that Hunty was one of the best players he ever played with. Yeah. So that's that's some endorsement for Steve Hunt who also then went on to have a very, very good career in England. And uh, Giorgio Shinaglia also raved about Steve Hunt's crossing ability. And if Giorgio likes you, then you must be some player, because Giorgio famously tore a strip off Pele in one of the games. I think he's the only player that's ever told Pele what he should do on a football field. <laughs> 
<laughs> some going, some going. But but I, I remember that period with particular fondness, Paul, and great memories. And uh, it, it's thanks to Steve Hunt, who I then played many games with at Coventry. And we, we actually rejoined Aston Villa in 86. Yeah. Um, and again, Steve kept the club up that, that deadline day. Uh, he was brilliant. I was average. Uh, but he was absolutely brilliant and we managed to keep the club up for that 85-86 season. They looked doomed, uh, but uh, what a fantastic footballer Steve Hunt was. He certainly was and he's got a great book on with the Cosmos and, and does reference you in there uh, playing against uh, Bogusiewicz. But okay. for a young Coventry team, um, well player and team going to New York, what was the, the tour like? How did the other guys feel about it because I would have thought that they played at Illfields at Coventry but to go there to New York and see the skyscrapers was that your first trip to New York oh yeah it's my only job I've not not been there since yeah. um, and it was it was an adventure it was dreams it just a real real adventure um, you, you, you take up you play football as a kid because you just love the game and then when you become a pro and you, you think, crikey, I'm playing in front of people and some, someone's asking for my autograph and I'm getting paid to do this. It's just great. Then you get trips to places like New York, free of charge, and you get £10 a day spending money. Oh, it's just, it's just marvellous. Um, so to see the bright lights of New York, the windows of the world, was just um, absolutely incredible. However... I think we wanted to go to Studio 54. I'm not sure if it... Um, because it was an end-of-season game, but because we got beat, Gordon Millman let us. Uh, I mean, my recollection may be, I'm not even sure it was open in those days, but we thought it was, and we just wanted to go to the Studio 54 nightclub, but we never made that. But as a trip, it was a fantastic adventure. And that's how the guys got into uh, the uh, Studio 54, by literally queue-jumping and saying, I'm with the Cosmos, hence the title of, uh, of Hunty's book. And you also played against the great Carlos Alberto as well. I mean, what's it like to be on the same pitch as Carlos? Well, I have to confess, I didn't even remember that he was playing in the game. So, uh, and, and I met Carlos many years later in an autograph signing session. And um, he was a gentleman... I, I'll never forget the Brazil uh, World Cup the final when they won it in 1970 when he scored that absolutely tremendous goal. He was uh, inspiration as a, a, an attacking fullback. So to, to, to be on the same pitch as him, and thanks for reminding me because I, I didn't even realise he was playing, um, then it's just, it's just great. And it's happy memories. Um, not that I reflect too much and think back. I, I live in the present and move forward all the time, Paul. But, you know, occasionally it's good to think, you know what, that, that wasn't too bad. Absolutely. And you had a good team back in the late 70s, didn't you? Early 80s at Coventry City. And had a damn good manager. Good Milne was some play. What was he like in training? Fantastic. Him and Ron Wiley always joined in the training. Yeah. Um, and Gordon, to this day, a, a true gentleman, um, a fantastic man, and a great—he was a great footballer. And for me, a brilliant manager, my favourite manager of all time. Of, you know, I had many managers during my career, but uh, Gordon still, to this day, 
without question, my favourite manager of all time. Players that you had in your team. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Um, was Gary Thompson there from the late 70s? Ian Wallace played in the chocolate kit, I remember, as did Mick Ferguson. And Terry Yorath was there around about that time. Also was uh, Bobby McDonald. And uh, Hutchinson played there, Tommy Hutchinson, played at Coventry, didn't he? Yeah, they, they, all, all the, the names mentioned there, Paul, were there. Uh, myself, Tomo, Paul Dyson, Gillespie, Danny Thomas, Mark Haightley, Gary Bannister... Uh, we kind of were the new breed coming through, and uh, Terry was my captain. Bobby Matt was my inspiration. Um, Jerry Daly came to the club and was was absolutely fantastic for me. So we 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 had a good a good um, array of seasoned professionals, and then the young gun the young guns the young whippersnappers come through. Uh, aided by the likes of Barry Powell, and it, it it made for a good combination, a good mix of youngsters and senior pros. And gradually, the younger pros came through more and more, and we had a very very strong squad of youngsters, including Danny Thomas, Jim Blythe, and Les Seeley with the older heads at the back there. So it, it was a good mix. Bobby Mack was 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 fantastic for me, as was Jerry Daly. And, and as young players, you you then don't realise how good the senior pros are for you. Yeah. So um, they they kind of lead you the way that you should be into the right path. They're doing the right things, uh, and and it's it's kind of the evolution of being at, at the club really because they they then take you on to another level. Um, Bobby Matt was great. Um, Hunty was great. I, I can't speak highly enough of Jerry Daly uh, as a footballer and as a person. So, you know, and, and as you can tell from my enthusiasm for it, Paul, I just loved being part of that vibrant, enthusiastic, entertaining, young Coventry City side of the late 70s, early 80s. And the bricks, the foundations were built by the late and great Jimmy Hill with his Sky Blue Revolution and Noel Cantwell. And I remember the uh, the donkey kick goal by uh, Willie Carr and Ernie Hunt. I was they... at the game. Oh, was you at that game? I interviewed I, I... Uh, Willie about it. Superb. Yes, that... You beat Everton 3-1. I, mean... I, was at, I was at the game on my stool there because I couldn't see higher than the, the terraces. Um, and I grew up watching Coventry City. Uh, all the time, my dad used to take me regular, well, every home game that we could go to. Um, so I was at that particular game. Jimmy Hill is Mr. Coventry City. Yes. Um, 
he was he also was inspirational um i was lucky enough to have be invited to his house for dinner um late 70s uh, and he 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 was just fantastic to be around and uh, what a, an innovator uh, and what a leader of people and a charismatic character uh, and and he was a good footballer too yeah. and a, a great leader and and it was it's it's again my pleasure to have been in the company of Jimmy Hill and your favourite goal that you scored uh, in a Coventry kit that wouldn't be against my team Birmingham City would it Bonnie Jones? Um, I was fortunate, Paul, to score a few good goals for Coventry. Um, you know, from the very was that the one when I chipped the keeper from the penalty spot? I believe so. Yes. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, Thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it was. I yeah, it came to me on the and the, there was bodies all around, and I, I just dinked it into the top corner. So yeah, it was it was a good goal. But do you know, I took much more pleasure in creating goals. Yes. Uh, than than actually scoring. As a midfielder, my job was to get up and down the pitch and create chances for my teammates. And I I much preferred to actually create a goal than than score a goal. Uh, funnily enough, um, but with those talented players I had around me, we 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 did create chances in an abundance, and it, it was great to get a few goals along the way as well. Absolutely. And uh, what a fantastic career you had. And also the first man to ever score a hat-trick of penalties in the League Cup. That's something Bogey never done. <laughs> um, it's one of those fluke evenings, Paul, where it's Sheffield Wednesday versus Luton at Hillsborough. Uh, to get three penalties in a game is rare anyway. Yes, but it is. Then for me to score the three of them was, was tremendous. But uh, yeah, happy memory. And I guess if, if nothing else, I'll always be remembered for that at Sheffield Wednesday where coincidentally had two great years with Howard Wilkinson who indeed was the best manager I ever had he, he was he was fantastic manager and we had I think we finished in the top six top eight of the two seasons I was there in the, the old first division that was and undoubtedly that was the two best seasons of my career um, but yeah, hat-trick of penalties along the way, but again, creating goals for, for my uh, for my colleagues and my teammates was was far more uh, rewarding than, than actually scoring. Fantastic. And you've also done a series of uh, after-dinner hosting uh, the, the various speakers up and down the country. And I have to say, at first hand, I've watched you a couple of times. You're just as good off the pitch as what you are on the pitch. Are you still doing many more of them? And how can people hook up with you and find out more about the wonderful uh, Andy Blair? Um, well, thanks for that. I wouldn't I wouldn't call myself wonderful, that's for sure. The 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 evenings with have, have tended to go well, but you know I'm with good professionals at the same time. We've got a lot of Aston Villa things coming up. But there's there's one in Addiston soon with Paul Parker and Terry Butcher. Uh, I do Coventry City ones, so uh, I enjoy the evenings. Um, I enjoy stretching myself in thinking, doing my research, making sure that I know everything I should know to to hopefully make the evening go smoothly Paul as you indeed know yourself so it's it's not easy and and you can get a little bit nervous but if at the end of the evening 
all the, the, the guests have had a, a good evening and they've been entertained, then I'll have done my job and make sure that they, they go home thinking, crikey, that was good, or, you know, that... That was what a, I didn't know that about that particular player, and it's 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 just revisiting old ground and and creating memories for the fans who are the lifeblood of any football club and who are really there to be entertained, to be thanked, and to be pleased. Absolutely. Is there a Facebook page for your uh, evenings with? How can people find out and buy tickets and come and watch you and support and listen to these great tales from great pros that we've had in the past? Unfortunately not, because I'm very, very low-key. I'm very yeah. under the radar. I, I'm, I'm very lucky that I get asked to host many of these evenings. Um, so it's just a case. It's, it's, mainly, it's mainly Villa and Coventry. Uh, functions that I get, yeah. uh, but for example, the the Ast- the Addiston one for Paul Parker and uh, Terry Butcher is is a good one for me. Um, out of my comfort zone, not really knowing those two players, but looking forward to it. That's in Addiston on February the twelfth. Um, so um, I'm sorry, I, I I don't know any more than that yeah. because I'm just I've been asked to uh, host it for. Addiston, a small club there in Addiston. So, you know, I'm sure people would be able to find out. Um, but I'm just under the radar, Paul. I, I just get on with my little things and, and I enjoy the evenings as, as we as we approach them, as we do them and get satisfaction if I think they've gone well. Absolutely. And finally, Andy, thanks so much for your time. Uh, what was the funniest story that you've heard uh, from your uh, evenings with? Um, there's been many, many funny stories from the Coventry City old boys talking uh, at length about uh, the likes of Noel Whelan uh, and what I hosted him. He was brilliant. Um, Tony Morley is always excellent yeah. value with his uh, tales of um, his little disagreements, shall we say, with Ron Saunders and the, the time that his house burnt down between the Easter period and he still had to to go and play for Villa on the Easter Monday with his house having burnt down and borrowing clothes. And, and, and it's just stories like that told by the players it's happened to is it, just, it's gold. Yeah. They're, they're golden. And Steve Kinden, old Wolves and Burnley player, he's the best guest speaker I've ever hosted. Yeah. Um, he is just absolutely brilliant. Um, his stories and the way he tells them, um, Frank Carson style, um, is is absolutely superb. So the the evenings with Paul have given me many, many, many good evenings and good memories, as well as my playing days. So it's, it's a real pleasure for me to be able to do them, and and it is stretching me and 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 testing me, and I I like that. Superb. Can I thank you again so much for your time, Andy? It's been an absolute blast. Um, those stories of the past. Thank you, sir. You're welcome, Paul, and good luck and uh, continued success. Hope uh, they all can go well for yourself. Thank you, and I'll see you soon when you're hosting the uh, Villa Legends. I think there's Neil Spink, uh, sorry, uh, Nigel, Nigel Spink, yeah. um, Ken McNaught, and David Geddes. And uh, Tony Morley used to nick his clothes then, even they all burnt down. <laughs> that, that, that was when the house burnt down, and, <laughs> yeah. and he, he borrowed David's clothes, David yeah. Geddes. And um, but uh, yeah, he, it's it's all nostalgia, but 
it's worth its weight for sure. Absolutely. Brilliant. Thanks, Andy. Take care. Speak soon. Cheers, thank you. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening, guys. Bye for now.